Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Sweet Release Healing School for Readers and Healers. That's not what we're doing today. Welcome to another episode of the Sweet Release Healing Roundtable podcast. Wow, it's been a long day for me. Excuse me. I'm Andrea Lovett of Sweet Release Healing. (laughs) Today I have with us Felicia, Jenny, and Kaylee. And as always, our fantastic producer, Sharon, who's in the office with me today because she flew in for my birthday, and Morgan. I love every one of you, and I'm so excited to work on this with you because today we talk about symbolism. I really enjoy symbolism. And I enjoy symbolism because... Some of it's absolutely positively made up and we just put meaning on it and decided that that's what it was and we love it for it and we will fight fervently for it. And I love that aspect of humanity. Fucking love that aspect of humanity where they're like, nope, this circle means something. And because it means something to me, it has to mean something to all. And I'm going to teach them what this circle means. And then they run with it. But how great is that? How freaking fantastic is that, that we just decided out of nowhere that this means that and we're running with it. This is not, it's not comedic for me. It's actually enlightening for me because that's the power of humanity. That when a belief is spread, a belief becomes reality. It only takes 1% of 1% for energy to start moving and to culminate and come into reality on this planet for the whole not for the individual, for the whole. (sighs) I love it. What do you guys think about symbolisms? What's your favorite symbols? Mm. Before you say it, remember that we're still recording on TikTok. Y'all do not get me banned. I came to the table to have some like high level sociological, psychological conversation about symbolism. And then when you asked me what my favorite was, every symbol I've ever viewed or seen in my entire life completely disappeared from the surface of my brain. I mean, it happens. Have you ever, what is a symbol even, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Uh, My favorites are the ones from loved ones past loved ones just a reminder that they are there and they're thinking of you still around it's just comforting um i i'm much like jenny where i'm like um every symbol i've ever known kind of just disappeared but i would say that as of right now my current favorite symbol um is been the um symbol for like feminine femininity or uh the three moon um symbol i'm just really digging that and like kind of incorporating it in like my jewelry and stuff a lot lately so that's what i've been into (laughs) i love that are nature based so it's the birds or the crows or the leaves or the feathers um you know the antler i mean can you i'm surprising zero people um but i think it's that i pay more attention to that aspect um a lot of times um i I think yeah 
and I don't know, I think it kind of gets a little, a little um, muddled. I mean, symbolism becomes something that's more personal, in my opinion. So like, you know, yeah, like the, the things from loved ones, that could be a completely different thing for me than it would be for Kaylee or Jenny. And, um, and I think that's where like symbolism becomes this nuanced topic. Um, because on that note, while it's so personal and then there's symbols that like everyone, you know, associates with pretty much the same thing, like feathers, you know, like feathers seemingly, um, you know, a sign from a loved one for a lot of people. Um, but it could mean something completely different. Like, um, I'm not sure if it does for you, Jenny, but I could imagine that, you know, depending on the feather might mean a different symbol, um, you know, especially while you're out and about. So I think it kind of becomes like this super nuanced and uh, type of conversation when you start getting into like the meat and potatoes of it. So it's more like, um, we all know that my guides are like out of, out of hand, like out of pocket. <laughs> yes. But have you guys seen Joe Dirt? Yes. Where he's like trying to tell him home is where you make it. Mm, yes. That's how they said it to me. But like symbolism is how you... <laughs> Symbolism is how you make it, but they said it like that, and I was like, you fucking... <laughs> you guys are out of control. I call my team, they're my gaggle, and sometimes I'll find white fuzzy feathers. It's very rare. Mostly they're like under whatever, um, and all I can see all in my brain is that my, my gaggle's so like flustered with me that they've pulled out their, their, their feathers, they're down mm -hmm. and they're just little pieces of like their frustration around and like, thanks guys. And I'll stick it in my pocket and go along my way and won't think about it until later. And I'm like, Oh, uh, thanks again. Sorry guys. Not sorry. Yeah. I don't know what I did to cause that one, but <laughs> whoopsies. So I was thinking about I was thinking about what Felicia was saying with the different feathers and their different meanings. And I it's true. When I see so I go kayaking a lot in the summer. My friends and I go at least once a week. Sometimes several trips a day. If it's a beautiful day, we're like, we're going again. Get the cars together. We're running back again. We're going again. And it's several hours each time. Now one of the cool things about it is it is deeply nature, like it's untouched, it's natural preserves, it's state parks. And there's bald eagles and there's herons and there's loons and ducks and turkeys. I mean, there's tons of birds, but you rarely see their feathers. But every once in a while, I'll be deep in my own fields and deep in my own head and suddenly a white fluffy feather will be just floating on the surface. No business at all floating on the surface like that, but there it is. It's happened twice this summer where all of a sudden they've gone by me and I'm like, hi, hi. And they're like, are you good? And that white fluffy feather, like the baby down feathers are always the reminder for me to pull my shit together. Like, honey, come on, where's the light side? Like everything is not as it is in your head. Like look at the brighter side. Now, 
when I find like blue jay feathers, that's a whole different other level of pull your shit together. It's you're not being real to yourself. Let's go be authentic. When I start, I don't actually see raven feathers very often, but I will see we have a healthy raven population here and they are freaking massive. And I'm like, look, it's the sky puppies. Hi, babies. But then when we see like turkeys, uh, I feel the Native American presence here and how deep those roots go. I never really stopped to think about the different ones until you said that, Felicia. And I appreciate that kind of awareness where I'm just like, oh, yeah, now I can travel down that thought process. How's that going? What do you guys think? And talk to Spirit about it. That is so cool. Yeah, I um, I don't, I take things quite literally. So sometimes I take the literal put it in my pocket. And then a few days later, or somebody else is like, Oh my gosh, that's so awesome that you X, Y, and Z. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I'll go, Oh, and, and, and explore that. Like there's something, um, when I leave my, my dad's house and I walk home in the evenings, there's this squeak about 25 feet in the air in the trees. And, um, I don't know what it is. It's a squeak, squeaker, squeak them. I don't know. It's, squirrels don't uh they're not nocturnal is it a bat i don't know so i asked my friend and she's like i'm not listening to that i don't listen to spirit with my ear holes Mm -mm, i'm not listening to that and she's like i have rules and i was like no i just want to know what kind of animal it is she said i'm not listening to that with my ear holes figure it out on your own so um i was like hey dad come out here and he goes it's a flying squirrel good lord have you never heard one before I was like, no, that's really cool. Haven't heard it since. So I tell my friend, I was like, dad said it's a flying squirrel. And she got so excited. I'm so excited. You got a visit from a flying squirrel. How cool is that for him to be in your yard? And I was like, yeah, it's awesome. And she had to send me the freaking link. She was like, no. Here. Oh. Wait, so, you have flying squirrels where you are? Apparently. If there's a family <laughs> of flying squirrels right there. They, I mean, we used to apparently have them a lot. And, and dad was like, yeah, I hadn't seen, you know, since I was maybe in my um, mid-20s, you know, you don't really see them more often. Than that. I was like, well, I think we have one in the tree. And he goes, yeah, and we have bats. We have, we have, we have bats in the belfry, which Shit. is good. But um, don't we all, though? <laughs> right. Can I sidebar for a second? I got a sidebar. Like, I'm really excited. So. On my TikTok live, someone asked me before we started the podcast if they were on the right path with their career. And I was like, no, you're adjacent. Like you're really close to it. And I saw, started out looking like two parallel lines running and then they flipped. So one was on top of the other. And he, the bottom one was the project. And then the top was them going away and above, like soaring above the project. And if you want to be on the project, you have to get back to your roots, where this comes from. And I said, it quite literally looks like a perfect cube, but of concrete. And it said Rosetta, but they said the name Rosetta Stone. But they showed this perfect cube of concrete. And I was like, you have to get back to that, to your footing, to what this is built off of in the first place. And they just, it's, this is like a solid 15, 20 minutes later. And they just came up and said, Oh my God, the concrete block is the old stage downtown where I used to direct dance performances. It's opening the new studios. I have for a studio. I have freaking chills. Same. Same. It just went through my body too. I'm like, ah, yes. This is what I love about spirit. 
shit comes around. It may not make sense immediately then, but if you stop and think about it for a second and just stay open enough to think about it for two seconds. Oh, that made me feel so happy. Yay. I love that. Okay. Sorry. Sidebar. So back to symbolism, not just symbolism in nature and all around us, but like my tattoo. It's a Lilith symbol. Yeah. And <laughs> Kaylee got a new tattoo. She's very excited. It is. It's a, it's a cow being beamed up by uh, by spacecraft. It's still it's still healing, so but it's I I love that she was just like, I'm getting a tattoo. Let's go. That's my kind of energy. That's my kind of chaos. You're like, what are we doing? Let's go get some tattoos. Yep. Money to burn. Let's go do it. Just kidding. We don't have money to burn. Christmas is coming. We don't have money to burn. We have children. Stop it. Karen's over in the corner going, let's do that. Let's go get a tattoo. She's whispering. I was thinking about that too. When I come there to go get a tattoo. <laughs> I was thinking about Sharon. We're on the same, we're on the same page. <laughs> Everybody's getting a tattoo. We all want well, a tattoo. there was going to be a tattoo artist like the retreat. I believe she is going to be there, but she'll be working and she's a little under the weather right now. Sarah's a little oh. sick. But Sharon got to meet Sarah. Sharon said she's getting better. <laughs> getting better. It's time, but I mean, I need another tattoo. I know it's. I definitely need another one. I just got two new tattoos, and I really want to finish my sleeve because I have a Medusa, and I really want to finish it because, and I want it to stop here with like a band around my arm. But okay, never mind. That's symbolism for me. Medusa is a symbol for me because I am a survivor. And it's important to me to be able to let other people know that I'm a safe space. And uh, the peonies are important to me because they're linked with Medusa, but also other goddesses. And the snakes are important to me too. They're such a symbol for me of growing out of your old skin learning how to be part of your environment and recycling you're using what you have but to better yourself over and over and over again that's why i like spiders too spiders are great recyclers <laughs> sterling said cat demon dude eventually yes i will find an artist who can do him some justice i thought about getting just the head of one i have the picture set up i did bring it up to sarah and sarah's my tattoo artist and say hey what do you think? It's going to be a lot of black. <laughs> I love chick. No to spiders, but I do at least save them now. Yay. Progress. I love spiders as symbols for me that I am working in my environment the best I can. Yes. And now that you brought up spiders, it made me think of, um, you know, a lot of people have related spiders to Loki. And so it's like, okay, you see spiders, you know, then Loki must be reaching out. And I think that is something that is also interesting to me. It's because a lot of times I think we can be so concerned in finding symbols in everything that, you know, you're really just reaching, you know what I mean? It's like, um, and, and I think that's something that, you know, we can all get caught up in at times, but I think it's some important to remember because I think a, uh, 
it can just happen a lot where you're like, you really want a message or a particular message. And then you're like, Oh, I see a spider. Like that has to be, you know, this. And then, you know, you go down that rabbit hole and it's, it's, and if it works for you, Hey, it works for you. But I think <laughs> if it works for you, I think it's just important to like, um, I don't know. I don't want to say like, let it come to you naturally, but it, it's just important to keep that in mind, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like having an ant infestation and then going, show me an ant. And you're like, they're, they're in your bed, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that it's important too, that people like it's the, the emotion and the feeling behind the symbolism. Like if it's a true symbol, like a sign, you know what I mean? Like, you can just see it and be like, oh, yeah, leaf. But then if it's like, it hits you right here, leaf, that was a sign. That was a symbol. So, like, I think people need to take the, like, I know that it's, if we are wanting, like Felicia said, if we are wanting that sign so badly and we see it, then we're just going to make it that way. And I mean... But we all have to, like, take a step back and be like, all right, was that from you? What's that about? Yeah. You ask, mm -hmm. the, you ask the questions. But also, like Felicia said, if it helps you get through the day, by all means, that leaf is a sign. No yeah. harm. No harm in it. <laughs> no harm, no harm. Our brain has that, you know, reticular activating system. So it's the RAS. It's a little glob in the back of our heads that its entire job is to find and fit patterns. So the example that I've given before and you've heard is like, I'm going to buy a blue car because nobody in my area has a blue car. When you buy a blue car and on your drive to work the very next day, you pass 15 blue cars. And it's because you have, have punched in to that part of the back of your head that blue car is a thing and now they're everywhere. And so when we're looking for signs, it's that um, forest for the trees, we can become so obsessed with the, the forest that we miss the marching trees and vice versa as well. So understanding what patterns our brain is trying to put together and what coincidence, and I'm using air quotes, comes along, it, it's it's a fine line and Kaylee's spot on with the sending it back. Hey, was this from you? Or sometimes I'll go, thank you for the gift. And they'll go, I don't know. Oh, okay. It was just a leaf. Mm -hmm. I've had a leaf land on the middle of my forehead. And I was like, thanks for the present. And they're like, you're welcome. And I still have the leaf. I love that they do that every once in a while to me. I'll see a rock and I'll be like, is that for me? And they'll be like, that's a rock, baby. She's like, honey, that's a rock. Sometimes it's just a rock and that's okay. That's okay. And I'm a because goblin. Sign. Can you imagine how overwhelmed we'd be if not only are we having to read physical signs in our mundane world, but we're, ha we're being bombarded by spiritual signs all the time. Stick me in a microwave. I'm done. Yes. As Sharon put in the chat, we have a bias to signs and symbols. The thing with the bias to signs and symbols too is, are we going to accept them? Especially if we ask spirit, if that's them, 
Or are we going to wait for a sign of your sign? Ooh, yeah. Are we going to fight it or are we going to accept it? And if we're going to accept it, are we going to accept how that changes our worldview and our connectivity to the more? If we choose a symbol, whatever it may be, it being important to us, and spirit decides to use it, are we going to accept that usage or are we going to fight it? I love the chat right now. Always assigning your sign. <laughs> yeah. Sign your sign. And Tina, it's the potatoes for me. <laughs> I was going to say stick a fork in me like a potato, but I figured we have been inundated with potatoes lately. I love Glenda's comment too. I think we should accept. And then I end up asking for a sign of your sign. And I'm going to put it to you like this. If we were talking to someone else and they came up to us, up to us and said, this happened, is that a sign? I feel like it's a sign, but I'm not sure. What would we tell them? If you feel like it's a sign, it's a sign. I would tell them if that's how you feel, then if that's the feeling you're getting off of it, then yeah, fuck yeah, that's a sign. I mm-hmm. would not ever tell them, wait for a sign your sign. I would not tell them, wait for more. I would say, okay, well, what if we just went off of acceptance? What comes next? What's the best that happens? What's the worst that happens? Let's use our logical minds and evaluate it a little further. Like I tell my kids, what comes next? Okay. You've accepted this as a sign and a symbol that's important to you. What next? Colin Bedell says, make generous assumptions. He says Mm -hmm. it all the time. It's one of my favorite sayings from him. And so, okay. So if we go around and we make the generous assumption that that was for us, what happens? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think on that note, we would be way more open to receiving the signs that they might be throwing at us every day. Um, I feel like in my own personal life, when I'm looking kind of for that sign or like asking for like, okay, you know, what do I do? And then as soon as I get it and I've accepted it, I feel like then for the next, I don't know, month that I'm like, oh, okay. Now I just feel like we have this open, clear connection. I'm picking up what you guys are putting down. Like we're good. We're, we're great. And then, you know, like life, hits and then it's you know things kind of go back to all right uh close i don't know that human the human blinders i like to call it where Mm -hmm. it's just like you kind of get in the same old routine and then kind of have to like start all over again but i feel like when i've accepted signs that they've sent me i'm way more receptive way more receptive to getting whatever signs or messages that they're trying to get to me more so what can it hurt yeah so i'm like how i'm gonna i'm gonna tell a story i came across this like like get to know your spirit guides meditation this was like very first tiktok introduction back in 2020 and i was like oh yeah i really want to know my spirit guides And they're like, okay, imagine that you're sitting there and then they like have them like gently come into your room and touch your face. And I was like, I didn't feel that. 
maybe try punching me. And I was like, at that moment in my meditation, I was like, well, they probably already know I'm fucked up. So, so we've kind of made this like this pact. It's like, if you don't literally hit me with it, I'm probably going to miss it. Cause I'm, cause I'm a dumbass sometimes, but I was just like, I don't do subtle. I, the first thing that I ever said to my spirit guides was please punch me in the face. I call that a cosmic two by four and those mother forkers are not fun. <laughs> if they've got to get the two by four out, I have done fucked up. We about to get an ass beaten. It, 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 and it's, I earned every second of it. That happens to me in love life stuff every time. Cause that's the most and biggest insecurity. And the thing I listen to spirit the most, but also the least about, and I, I know, I know I get obsessive, but then I'm like, nah, I need a sign your sign than that. I need a sign your sign than that one. That couldn't be a possible like <laughs> that definitely wasn't for me even though my name was was in flashing neons sorry it doesn't it doesn't even matter and let me tell you let's talk about signs and symbols that take a couple years to come around and you start putting the pieces together when you're finally in it and going motherfucker son I'm of done. okay yep you were telling me all along okay i got it yep now i'm not really someone who does a whole lot of signs and symbols because I do so many communications they'll be like <laughs> again when I'm in my head that's when the signs and symbols come up but for the most part they're just like hey guess what but bam <laughs> hey guess what this thing over here hey guess what that over there like they straight up told me yep you're gonna figure something out with that part of your life in in uh, summertime well summer came and went they meant the next summer those signs and symbols and everything they were telling me took a while to come to fruition, which can fuck us up and it yep. frustrates us. And it gets us to a point where we're like, I need the cosmic two by four. I need you to hit me in the face with it. I need you to bring it up so big that I can't deny it. When really what we're asking for is solid evidence and a timeline. But they can't provide that. Nope. So for me, what they end up doing is uh, you get fired from your job or there's a horrible breakup that you can like bridges are burned. <laughs> and they're like, we gave you the ticket to cross. You didn't take it. So now yeah. you're going to have to run for your life as we set it on fire. I don't know what to do. Yep. Can relate. Not the biggest fan of that, but I feel the call out. Yeah. The I'm doing amount much of, better. We haven't had to do any of that in the past two and a half years. The amount of the amount of tantrums I have had with them where they're looking at me like, what is your freaking problem? And I'm like, it's not here yet. You've been telling me X, Y, and Z, and it's not fucking here yet. And they're like, oh my God, what? And they just look at you like, are you okay? Because on their side, it's all fine. They sent you a feather. Don't you get it? They put that. They put the odd yellow stripe in the road. That's just a little off. Didn't you see it? 
they gave you a license plate that said 77 in the middle of a whole bunch of other numbers. Didn't you understand the fact that we gave you allergies from something you're not allergic to just that one time? God, that's so fucking annoying. And I try to, that's what most of my tantrums are with them is like, guys, we need a better system. Like, can we just please have like the codified or codified, however you say it, um, you know, Victorian flower meaning where the, it was at the literal book that they hear all of the meanings of all of the flowers. And if you want to communicate to your secret lover, this is the bouquet that you send. Can we just have that please? So I have a reference guide. Yeah, for, but we need every single human on board with it. Nobody can deviate. Nobody what, can say, the- but I think red roses also mean, no, shut up Janice, enough. The book says, <laughs> and that's it. We are sticking to this. The codex says this and that's it. Can you imagine the tea the florists had during the Victorian era? For fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful comments. Like the building down the street with every possible number Andrea shouldn't be able to deny. It's true. So Sharon got to see this today. I almost rented a different space than the space I'm in. But it's massive. And it's it's a it's a building it's an entire building and i was like that's gonna be a lot like that's gonna be like three thousand dollars a month and i can't afford that right now not with fucking kids absolutely not so i was looking at it and we drove by it today and not sharon going but i do really like that building and i was like yeah look at the look at the phone number though it's 369 right in it 603-369. She's like, and there's also 11s and a 22. And she's going through all of it. She's looking at all the numbers on it. And I was like, do you not think I don't know this? I have rented the place that looks at it. And I drive by it every single day in April. I know. Yeah, it's not an opportunity missed. Bankruptcy missed right now. It's an opportunity still calling. Shut up. Absolutely. And there'll be space for it one day. There'll be, you'll outgrow that one and you'll need a new one and it'll line up perfectly and the market will be fantastic. And That's exactly what I believe. Plus there's two other spaces in town that I know spirits like, or you could buy that one and make that one, or you could buy this one and make this one. I know it's not just one, but have they been giving me like the signs and symbols and the push of like, Hey, wouldn't it be so great if you had your own brick and mortar, like your own? And I'm like, how's that going to work if all I do is travel around? Y'all need to pick a lane. Am I traveling doing workshops or are we having one here? Pick a lane. Yeah. What did you say? Uh, Retail? Yeah, I'm not fucking it. Los Dos? Eventually? Yeah, it'll be both. I know. Alicia, something caught my eye. Can I see your water bottle? Shut up. That's so fucking cute. It's a sweet release healing one. I I do take this everywhere. And so I've had several people, they're like, what is that? And I'm like, so let me tell you. And then they're like, oh. And I'm like, check her out on TikTok. It's so great. It's good stuff. And then, then they look at me. Sometimes people look at me like I'm weird, like, oh one of those and i'm like i am (laughs) i am 
when the apocalypse comes, you're going to seek me out if you're still here. Exactly. I'm like, don't knock it till you try it. Ready? I'm not in an area like Andrea where people are looking for this. I'm ready to just wear a shirt that says, I sleep with crystals, not men. Uh, and just go out in public and shout it from the rooftops. Like I am so tired of having to constrain and to compartmentalize. I just want to be the out in the world. So, you know, Sharon's furiously typing right now. (laughs) Poor Jenny. She said, if you holler about it, the people will follow. I think you should put a little disclaimer that you will sleep with certain men, though, because you are looking for that. Yeah, I have not stopped thinking about what you said earlier in the week, by the way. <laughs> the literal god of the forest. And I was like, oh, no, really? Tell me how to make that. What candles do I have to blow up to make that green. happen? I told you, green, green, green. Told you. What level of glamour magic? Crystals and I wore a green shirt today. Are you ready for this symbolism? Yeah. Huh? Are you ready for this symbolism? So yeah. I had a shower epiphany yesterday about not living in your whole main character energy. And if I'm not living as my main character, who the fuck is the main character of my life? Blah, blah, blah. So starting in that moment, I was like, it's me. It's me. So then I wear green today because of the symbolism and the whole of the stuff and the video I sent tag Kaylee in last night. Uh, and I wear green today and I go to Walmart, which I never go to Walmart because I hate Walmart after work. It wasn't that bad also. And I run into somebody I worked with two and a half years ago and he is the cutest thing on the planet. And he was like, Oh my God, it's so great to see you. I haven't seen you in two years. How have you been? Give me a hug. He texts me if you need something. He was married the last time I ran into him. So that doesn't actually matter. Uh, it's less about him. It's not actually about him. But I was in my main character energy and I was walking through Walmart going, main character, you're the main character. And then I run into this guy and he's super excited to see me. And I felt like a bridge troll. And and I was like, I like this. This is the thing. So I wore the, the so the green was my power color. That was my symbol. That's what I wore in the world and the world received it. So there's that too. Yes. I think that's important because, um, you know, going back to the whole, like, yeah, symbols mean what you want them to mean. And you can incorporate that into your everyday, like, like with the color green or, you know, whether it's, yeah, you put green eyeshadow on or whatever you're trying to manifest, whatever you're trying to, to put out there. I think that is, you can definitely use symbols in multiple ways to like, really bring that into your life which is a great story i i love that also green is that's a that's a good color (laughs) it is so it's the it's the symbolism that we are giving to the world around us you know up until felicia you just said that i always thought i received symbolism it never occurred to me that i am also projecting symbolism Mm -hmm. we are the symbols of ourselves of our lives and sometimes it has nothing to do with what we're wearing or our tattoos or anything it's our energy that we give off when i walk into a space especially something that i'm uncomfortable in before i walk in i take a big steady breath i fill it with light i grab all four of those corners and i pull them to me and i say i own this space this is mine 
I'm in charge. And then I walk in with that energy held. Never have a problem, never have an issue, but I refuse to not step into my power ever again. I refuse to be small for anyone else's comfort. Absolutely not. If you don't, you don't like it, learn how to shine your own light. I don't know what to tell you. Figure your shit out, maybe an adult already. Or don't look. That's, it's that simple. Uh, Jenny needs a class on ancient symbols from Tiffany in the chat. I'll agree. It's on my list. It's on my list. It's on our list. Yay. But isn't it also like throughout humanity's history, though, like our symbolisms have changed kind of like our languages have evolved. The spiral used to mean something incredibly ancient and reverent to the Druids. And what does it mean to us now? Some of us feel the energy coming off of it. And some of us are just like tracing it. That's really interesting. And you look at some and symbolism and, and without getting too deep in there, symbolism, um, can be perverted. Uh, there are three runes that, um, I, I talk about, I'm like, Hey guys, you know, be aware of these three that they can be construed because some not very nice people did some not very nice things, uh, with, with these symbols on their shoulder. So just understand that. Yes, this, and this. So if they can be perverted in that sense, then they can be altered in other non-negative ways also. That got me thinking about like ancient symbolism. Like specifically like the Eye of Ra or Horus. Mm -hmm. Ugh. There, isn't one one and one is the other depending on which way they face? I think so. Yeah. I was, I'm I'm too stuck on Sekhmet and her being the Eye of Ra. That's the Horus. Horus's eye. That one, for some reason, like, I've always just really liked that one. It is about the way that they face. Um, the Eye of Ra and the Eye of Horus. It's, yeah, it's depending on which way they face. I just looked it up on Google because why not? And I was looking up the evil eye. So like, I don't know if you've noticed, but the evil eye was nowhere on social media until about six months ago, maybe eight. And now it's freaking everywhere. Like, where did it come from? Why did it all of a sudden have a resurgence? Because it's time. It's always because it's time. Every time I find that, I ask that like, okay, so we have the temple of Hecate being um, on earth, right? Why? Why now? Because it's time. It's time where women have already started stepping into their witchcraft, their power, and their magic and are actively using it. They're already starting that, that spiral. They're already starting that circle and moving into that energy. So why would the goddess not have a resurgence and a resurfacing to support that endeavor? That gives me like full body funky chills, like internal chills, not goosebumps. I feel like my whole internal system just had shivers. 
reset. I, got my nose. I know that got my nose and behind my eyes and everything. I'm like, oh, like my sinuses just went funky. And I'm like, okay, that's, we talked about that. Yeah, that's, and that's so interesting because, um, I, like, I almost got the, uh, you know, like the message of like, symbols are kind of what we need them to be when we need them to be that. And so like, that's, I think why we see that change and that cyclical, you know, recycling, so to speak of certain symbols and like what they mean at certain points in history and just in time or in humanity overall, it's because that's what we need at the time. So it's like, it's time. When you said that, Andrea, I was like, I also got the internal body chills and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, stop. Not my sinuses, not the back of my eyes. It's fine. Yeah. I guess you had too much caffeine. So I had a client the other day in a gift focus two session. She really wanted me to challenge her after her gift focus one. And this is somebody I've been working with for several years now. Fantastic reader in all rights, but she just likes to have these every once in a while. Okay, fine. I will happily challenge you. So we were talking about how um, I have big spiritual changes coming up inside of myself so that I can walk my next path. And, you know, like the steps up of the path, you know how this the path is never straight and narrow. It is windy and it's hilly and you've got steps and you can trip. Keep your eyes on the prize. So yeah, for fucking real spiders. <laughs> but we were talking about this path and um, I said, she said she saw like a goddess working with me. She's like, it's not just a goddess though. It's a goddess. It's your goddess hood rising inside of yourself. Plus it's rising with this other one. And in it, I said, who is it? Now I, I know. And I'm like, who is it? Who am I working with? And she says, it's associated with death. The symbol, the symbology of it was death. So what's she doing? Her, her brain is cycling of all the known goddesses she knows that are associated with death. And I'm like, no, 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 baby. What else are they associated with? Who is the goddess? And she fought it for a little bit because that is her modus operandi, which I don't understand why, but here we go. I just was never raised to fight it. It was just kind of like, okay, cool. And you just go along your day because it's just guidance. Like again, it's, like we were saying before, let's act as if. It was Persephone. And I loved the fact that symbolism per, of Persephone has been coming out for me a long time. And without getting too much into my life and my personal details, it's, she's coming up heavy now in relationships in my life too. All summer long, I craved pomegranates. All summer long. And I did not want the juice. I fucking can't stand pomegranate juice. I wanted the seeds. I wanted to open it and eat it, eat the fruit. But we didn't have it because I live in the fucking White Mountains of New Hampshire and we are near Canada and they do not grow well here. So I had to have the ones that are in that little cup. I have always been obsessed with Hades. I think he is fucking fantastic. When I asked Spirit about a certain person in my life, they kept bringing me the devil card in tarot. I was like, and I got paranoid. I was like, oh shit, this is not going to be, I mean, maybe this is going to be good, but this is going to scare the shit out of me. And now I see what they were saying. And I'm like, okay, 
here we go. But this is what I was saying before, where the symbology takes time sometimes. Pe aren't peonies also associated with Persephone as well as, um, sorry, I forgot your name, Medusa. <laughs> Hold on a second. Talk to my arm tattoo for just a moment. Who are you again? I feel like they were. I feel like the peony plants and flowers were associated with her. What grows outside of my house? These beautiful, gorgeous peonies. I didn't plant them there. They were there already. And I bought my house in winter, so I had no idea what the grounds look like. They're this big. And they have this really pretty white, I mean, pink outside with white inside. They're stunning. And they happen to be one of my favorite flowers. Sometimes symbolisms and signs takes time to catch up. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, and sometimes they can be like years and years. I'm like, you just don't pick up on it until, until I guess you're ready, you know, you're ready to receive the message and it's like the right time. And then it's like at that moment when it finally clicks, you're like, hold up, hold up. He's, that's why this has been popping up for me. Yeah, like here and like this, this huge moment in my life here. And like, um, because I feel like I had kind of like a similar um, understand or like realization with one of the deities that I worked with. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, like, uh like now I like I knew you were familiar but now I know why and it's like you've showed up here and here and here and I just it, it never clicked it yeah. never clicked and it's just um it's crazy kind of how that works divine timing maybe <laughs> I hate when they say divine timing I hate yes. that I know Me every too. I know every psychic that drives them nuts Oh, I freaking hate it too. It's and like, like that seed that has to be planted and nurtured and fertilized by the people around you. And it, 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 it gets to a certain moment where the next time you receive that symbol, that message, that whatever, then you're fully, you're rooted enough. You've got, you know, all the things that go along with this plant analogy that it clicks. But before then it's useless because you can't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's kind of one of my gripes a little bit with um, numerology, because I'll get the 1111 and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, great. Um, what do you mean? And you're like, you're doing, great. You're doing great, honey. And I'm like, great, thanks. And I'm like, it'll show up and it'll show up. And I just I'm like, okay, stop. I don't just stop it. Tell me. Or don't tell me. Don't send me numbers. <laughs> you know what cracks me up about that, Felicia, is in Cryon Numerology, when he finally explained what 1111 was, and he was like, consider it a hug from spirit. It's an, yeah. it's an atta girl. You're doing yeah. great. Like, it's encouragement. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. big number for a lot of us. And it just means golf clap. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> Reminds me of Big Hero 6 when his battery is dying and he picks the cat up and he's like, 
Harry, baby. Like, that's what I think of. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. I see that to my dogs all the time. Harry, baby. (laughs) Would you like a hug? Yeah. (laughs) I love that movie, too. Okay, back to the pomegranates thing. Yes. Um, I just I went grocery shopping and I saw that they had pomegranates and I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna get two. And then for whatever reason I had it in my like we were unloading the groceries and I had it in my hand and I walked into the bedroom and I just stuck it on my altar. Oh. And it sat there for like a week. Huh. And I was like, you know what? that like I put it there for a reason, clearly. Like I don't but now it's on my altar. Okay. Can I say something along the lines of like death deities? And like, I think as we are coming in to like, you know, women and feminine femininity and like the divine feminine and all that, I think it's closely related to death. I mean, women are the bringers of life and that whole, like the whole cycle and like the whole, uh, you know, renewal of energies and the moon and the dark side of life. And so, like, I think that it is going to be, we're going to see that a lot. I think we're going to see that a lot for a lot of people. And I think it's wonderful because, you know, death gets such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. And, and I I love that energy and I, like, love working with that energy. And I don't know. So it's really excited. It made me excited because, like, when you guys started talking about that, I'm like, yes, (laughs) let's see it. And you think about a pomegranate, you can't interact with a pomegranate without it leaving a mark. You are stained. Mm -hmm. Everything that comes in contact with it is stained. And that means a lot to me. Agreed. I love that, actually. Now I'm sitting here with, like, oh, that's so true. Okay, I need a minute. Huh. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I knew it stained, and it was like, be careful, that stains, because, like, mom mode. And I didn't want to clean it. Right. Because I'm fucking tired. I don't want to clean anything else. Stop making a mess. Stop it. Like, I'm in the middle of a kitchen remodel right now. And I don't want to fucking clean anything else. I don't want to cut any more lumber. I don't want to anymore. I'm fucking tired. But it's true. I never stopped to think about it staining your fingertips and your mouth. And why does it do that? It always, you know, Felicia and the femininity, a pomegranate in, to me, is womb-like, right? And, and so, you know, you crack that open, and even if you do the cold water trick and you're still, you know, pulling those seeds out there, it just, it get like, that's, to me, that's what it feels like. It's fertility, it's... um it's all of the parts for me it's a labor of love yeah because you have to 
peel it apart and take them out individually. And it takes a lot of work to like eat one. Mm -hmm. So like, it's a labor of love. Like you're doing, you're putting in the work to get something, a reward out of it. That's yeah. But also like pomegranates, it's, it's sweet and tart at the same time with that hard center. Mm. You not only have to work for it, you have to work to consume it. Yeah. It's not a simple quick eat that you forget. It's something that stays with you. It's a reverent experience. Except I just eat the seeds. I just eat the whole thing. Yeah. For, for me, it's, for me, it's a whole thing because like I learned how to cut one. So, you know, you do that arc across the top and you take the top off and then you do down the sides where it shows you where to cut it. Because if you cut just the top off, Kaylee, it has like a spider web. And then you cut down the spider web of the pomegranate and then you can pull it apart almost like you pull apart an orange. And then you have this beautiful array of seeds all right there. And then you soak it through work smarter, not harder. Yep. And then you soak it in a bowl of ice water. And then they go clink, 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 clink. And they come right out with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I learned that on TikTok. I've been putting in unnecessary work. seeds and juice squirting and Kaylee looks like she's been to battle and she's just covered in pomegranate juice we used to do that though we used to take the pomegranates and like put them on our lips for like lipstick well someone on tiktok just said i feel like it's grounding in a way of making you pay attention to the moment because of the process yeah it is look at how many Look at how many different symbols we got out of just a pomegranate. Yes. The unique perspective and what the the pomegranate represents to us. Like that's, that's like the whole thing of symbolism for me is just, it's like uh, our own emojis pretty much. Mm. And it's um, the high priestess, the, um, she's holding a pomegranate, but it's in her womb area, right? Like it's in her lap. And so mm-hmm. the, 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 in the tarot, this has been, this symbolism has been there and maybe we overlook it, or maybe we didn't know that was supposed to be a pomegranate. I did not. But High Priestess is one card that comes out for me literally all the time. Like almost Uh, every... Nina Davis did a a solar eclipse tea and tarot. And I freaking love listening to her because she takes all of the things, the colors, the pips, the imagery, the order, the all of the things. And she's just like, yeah, here you go. ABC one, two, three. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You what? Like the tower card has the most of the little yellow things that I can't remember. Please, gosh, forgive me. And she's like, and that symbolizes this and symbolizes that. And I'm just kind of like, I just thought they were pretty. She's like, no. 
See, that's so we're rounding out our hour, so we'll have to bring this over into After Dark. But the symbolism in tarot. I wish I would have listened to myself now and brought my second tarot deck in because I was like, oh, I should bring I just got one for my birthday. It's actually it's technically it's my third. <clears throat> yeah. Someone gave me um, like golden light tarot and it's black with it's it's all black and matte black, but with shiny gold now. And I have the Sean Koss deck with which is all black with silver and grays. And I'm like, oh, this has not been lost on me. My one of my favorite decks that I keep here in the office is the Black Tarot by Victoria Iva. So I was thinking in After Dark, we can start looking at the symbolism in tarot, too, because I work with Tiffany um, quite a bit. because She really is learning her tarot and really knows tarot well. So if I'm ever confused on something and I'll be like, I don't know what's happening here. She'll remind me like the page is a symbol of newness and new things. Whereas the queen and the king are always like getting to the end of the journey. They are where you have really learned it. And tell me the queen of pentacles and the queen of cups doesn't come up for me consistently the last month. I'm sitting here like I'm waiting for that at any moment to show up then. Please <laughs> give it over. Absolutely love the symbolism in tarot. Yeah. I bought an entire deck because the Queen of Cups looks like Sleeping Beauty to me. It's the only reason I bought the deck. That's so pretty though. That means it matters to you. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that's you bring up tarot and like look at how many different tarot decks there are and like everyone has kind of you know who's created a tarot deck has taken you know the general meaning of what tarot means to them and then they have created their own art to and with their own symbols of what they believe you know and what it feels you know like what it means to them and so i think that's also like an important thing to to kind of bring in on that subject. So, which I'm sure we'll go into more, but. <laughs> <laughs> and even the original illustrator, um, only from, I think from what I understand, she only signed um, some of the cards in, in which the illustrations represented to her. Like they resonated with her. If it was input from somebody else or it just didn't really hit the mark of what she thought, like you won't find the original illustrator's signature on the particular artwork. So even within this hallmark of symbolism, there's still some individual interpretation of that symbolism. Which drives me batshit crazy. What? That drives me batshit crazy. The individualized interpretations. Stop it. Which is why when someone tells you on the internet that you did them wrong, that you did something wrong. Yes. You don't live in my brain. Thank God. So you can just. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) For any of you that hear that loud bang, that was gay. She's like, was that loud? Like, yeah. 
I thought I was muted. And then I'll drop one more creator. The, her handle is Popey Dopey 2.0. If there was someone who followed the who follows the thread of the symbols uh, and the signs that they are given in a and then can tell the story of it beautifully, um, it's them. And they'll do like a 10 minute video and it's all of these winding things that look like they make no sense whatsoever. And then they tie it up in a bow at the very end. And, but I'm sitting there watching and going, I wish I could do that. And my team's in the background, like the geese are just flailing all over the place. And they're like, if you just pay attention, if you just be present, if you, you know, and, and so I'm listening to their stories going, my gosh, it's wonderful. And all these things, they're following their curiosity. They're asking questions. They're doing all of the things that Andrea teaches us to do, sending it back. Is this what you meant? Is that what you said? And it's so inspiring and so fantastic. And it is what I strive for. I fail miserably. But it's a goal. <laughs> I can't see you ever failing at that. You always do such a great job of telling us stories and you wrap us into it. You have the exact same energy. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I'm glad you know what's going on, then. Sometimes. <laughs> Not always. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. No, I can watch your, your faces go. Like... Just blank. We've lost the plot. I don't know. What is she talking about? <laughs> and with that, we are going to find the plot in After Dark after this. We have hit an hour, ladies. Congratulations to us. Woohoo! We can talk for an hour. <laughs> and make sense. And do the things. And, and tie the bows together. I loved this conversation with all of you. And I hope all of our listeners have too. And I hope you all feel the same. Thank you so much to Felicia, Jenny, and Kaylee, and our fantastic producers, Sharon and Morgan. This has been another episode of the Sweet Release Healing Roundtable. I'm Andrea Lovett from Sweet Release Healing. I want to remind you, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. Thank you for listening. <laughs>